Hey everybody, how is it going? This is your host this week, the Beanie Boys back. I'm Joe Dorville and I'm here with This is Kyle. Look around, look around at how lucky we are to be alive right now. This is the show where we rank, review, and dig into the history behind the Sam the Hamilton soundtrack. The song we are covering today is track 17, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that would be enough. Kyle, general thoughts and background. This song is Hamilton returning back home and finding out Eliza's pregnant and Eliza basically telling him, even though you're at war, even though you have all this glory, hey, don't forget about your family back home. I'm hoping me and your son would be enough for you, but... Uh, we all know that that's not enough for him. But this is her perspective. This is her statement of, hey, don't forget us. Yeah. And her saying, um, I mean, we've heard him reiterate throughout that he wants to uh, essentially leave his name, his legacy Mm -hmm. to the world. I mean, he even said the history books will mention me. Um, And she's saying that means nothing to me. Just be here for (laughs) me and your child. And that would be enough. Literally, that's the title of the song. I mean, that's you hear that a lot in this song. Would that be enough? I hope that's enough. Is it enough? It's the name of the song. Is it? (laughs) Will it be enough? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it's um, it's a I don't want to say it's a marital quarrel. Um. Mm. Quarrel, squirrel. It's more of an airing, airing of uh, stances, airing of feelings, kind of. I mean, okay. he's been off at war for a while, but now he's back home. Realizes she's telling him he's pregnant, or he's realizing she's pregnant, and then just being like, "This, this is a, this is a new thing. This is an update. This is an upgrade in our relationship. We're having a kid now." So. Okay, so don't, it's uh, uh, it's a restructuring crazy. of the marriage contract. There you go. Yes, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're kind of uh, going back and forth on that. Yeah. Now that you know this child is present, um, I don't want you to die. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you yeah. to you know be super gung ho person in the war <laughs> and uh, take your life for granted. Yeah. Um, and I, maybe maybe she's coming from a place of privilege. Like, we don't need a legacy. We don't need money. Obviously, she grew up rich. Yeah. And she's pretty much inheriting all this money. But uh, yeah, it's another ideals clash. We kind of had an ideals clash with Washington in the last song. And it's a little bit of a, I don't want to call it a clash. It's more of a the clash, a statement, a statement of uh, beliefs, not beliefs, yeah, feelings. I don't know. Opinions. It's hard to. Yeah. Difference of opinions. Difference more of so. opinions. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't really want to touch into too much because a lot of it will be in our historical nuggets. Well, I did have a detail about the song itself. Mm, give it um, to me. So I found an interview quote. Uh, Lynn Manuel actually had an interview with Emma Watson. Like I've seen clips from this, but there was um, he I mentioned think these during are that like those like variety show stuff. Yeah, yeah. like she just yeah was when they the have like an artist reason, interview yeah. an artist exactly yeah. But there's, um, he stated that this was the quickest song that he wrote for Hamilton, taking only 45 minutes to complete because of his intense personal connection with the subject matter. So that's an interesting little tidbit. Mm, that's pretty good. Um, also, so he kind of wrote it as like a dedication to his own wife. That's pretty sweet. Also, um, this is a contrast to uh, his position that he'd never be satisfied 
Um, it's mm. kind of a clash in that where he says uh, to Angelica that he's never been satisfied. And it's like, would this be enough? And it's like, actually, no, it's not because <laughs> he can yeah. never have enough. He is. I think uh, the word I was looking for was hopes. These are Eliza's hopes. Hopes. Right. Yeah. Like her wishes. Like, I wish this was enough. And I think in the back of her mind, she knows it's not. Yeah. But she's at least stating it. Like, please let this. She's making it aware to him yeah. that. Exactly. Hey, I know you have aspirations of grandeur and you think highly of yourself, but you 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 got me already. You don't. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I was say the kids almost this, here. Is this the finish line potentially? And he's right, like, right, nah. Right. Yeah, because he's nah. back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I think we danced a bit. We've we've sauntered. Uh, <laughs> we tiptoed a bit. We've tiptoed, and it's time for our rankings. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, we are here with our feature producer for the month, Greg. <laughs> L. Greg, what's going on? Hey, what's up, fellas? Yo. What's up? So we got a couple interesting rankings this week. One oh, of the gentlemen goes with 41 and the other with 20. Oh, boy. Wow. Nice 41. discrepancy there. <laughs> this is very similar. To wow. It's like a repeat of last week. What is so, yeah, going la- uh, My last week was 42, 42 and this is 41. Jeez, sir. Uh, Explain. I hate this song you hate it's this song. so boring <laughs> it's so f- repetitive i i i i find very little to like about this song wow. i get it's emotional joe loves emotion <laughs> but it's like you it's so hand gestures he's making. it's so repetitive <laughs> and droll and just oh i'm just like please i skip it every time i can't wow. listen to it it's wow. this was a this was a drag Wow! Preparing wow, for this a shot, <laughs> and I mean it's not last it's because it's at least bow. it's at least a song. It has a song <laughs> structure. Like she's a great singer, Philippa Sue, obviously incredible singer. So it's not dead last, but forty one. I mean, I this is one of my least favorites. Wow! I am I am taken aback. You're more I've, passionate about this than last I, week, and last week I was am. a worse. Well, because ranking. last week, because it's not a song. So this is at least a song, so it puts a little higher because we're ranking songs. So okay. as a song, it's better than non-songs, but as a song, <laughs> it's one of the worst songs. It's better than non-songs. So there you go. But Joe, <laughs> Mr. Emotions, Mr. Sappy, why is it 20? Um, it is 20 because, again, it's uh, it's what we talked about in our general thoughts. Um, it's, a cla- it's a difference of opinions, and um, it's a wife trying to uh, plead with her husband. Um, I mean, I think if this was acted out, it'd be a little different than how nicely and poetic it was sung. But um, mm. <laughs> she's kind of pleading with her husband like, hey, uh, we're kind of secure in what we have right now. You don't have to go be Mr. Machismo and go kill yourself. <laughs> I'm pregnant with your son. I don't want to raise a son by myself. Uh, can it? Can you... Is when is enough enough? Essentially, is what she's asking, it, right? And I, I don't know. I just find it. Uh, her voice is very soothing. Uh, Lynn's performance is very good. 
Um, he acts it up more on the stage play, doing a lot of <laughs> back of his throat work. Okay, see, um, here you go. This is this is something I think I brought up during... the soundtrack, it doesn't sound that aggressive. I know, but I think I brought this up during the last rewatch, is I hate his cry singing. Yeah, his cry it singing... Just irrita- it just irritates me so much. Uh, he takes it to another level. I enjoy yeah. it. You don't. It's, it's fine. It's irritating. Um, we can't give the people, the, the people that don't come to the rewatch, the rewatch content. They got to come to the rewatch for that. Hey, that's a tease. <laughs> um, that's a good tease. Hear me complain uh, <laughs> if you come to the next rewatch. Um, but yeah, no, I, I find this song um, very genuine, very heartfelt. And very okay. emotional. Um, sure. So yeah, it's a twenty for me. I didn't, man. Hmm. I did not think you were gonna like. Oh no! Take it this, apart the way you did. I don't. I just. I'm it just doesn't click words. with me. It just doesn't click with me. <laughs> I was fine. If with it was like, if it was like a minute, it, it might be better. But <laughs> it's it's this the repetitiveness and the. It is a bit repetitive, and I mean that can be said for a lot of songs. You put my shot way up there, and that was super repetitive. But um, (laughs) (laughs) that's at least exciting and fun and interesting. But um, no, I think this is uh, I think this is a really good song. It's uh, it's a side of Hamilton we don't really see often. Um, Him just one on one with his wife, we may see it Mm -hmm. one other time, and this is the first time we're seeing her as his wife acting in that role. So, you know, it's just an insight into the relationship dynamic. And I found it illuminating as far as their characters uh, go on to be. Okay. So, yeah, that sounded so fucking well executed right there. (laughs) (laughs) Where they go on to be. All right. So now (laughs) it's time for a truncated historical, historical nuggets. Knowing history. Because history also shows history. The nugget. They're on their way. All right. The reason I gave that weird tease is because <laughs> so me and Kyle, while doing our research, realized this song is a bit of a complete fabrication. Um a lot of the prelude to it, uh, as I said last week, I mean, this, its song starts with Eliza saying that she wrote to the general a month ago and mm. that the general sent him home. And we know from my historical nugget last week that that decision was made by Hamilton on his own. So that to letter me, to the right. general doesn't exist. Um, yeah, it's kind of like alluded to in last week's song that Washington is kind of sending him home because he knows his wife's pregnant. Yeah. So that's like a little bit of a narrative thing that obviously was not true. Yes. Um, And I believe Kyle has some uh, background on the you deserve a chance to meet your son line. Right. Oh, is that my nugget? Yeah, that's that's teeing you (laughs) up there. All right. So I did title it. I titled it. How long have you known? So I found a few letters between... Well, mostly from Hamilton to Eliza about uh, discussing kids and pregnancy. So Hamilton had written that he wanted a son, first of all, and he said, you shall engage shortly to present me with a boy. You will ask me if a girl will not answer the purpose by no means. I fear with all the mother's charms that she may inherit the caprices of her father and then she will enslave, tantalize, and plague one half of the sex out of pure regard 
to which I protest against a daughter. So there's a, a quote from Lin-Manuel that says, so just to put that paragraph into 21st century terms, <laughs> please, you're pretty and I can't keep it in my pants. <laughs> so if we had a daughter, she would inherit both of those things and we would have a tramp on Whoa. our hands. Awesome. So that's basically what Hamilton's saying it's is you're hot. To admit. <laughs> I'm a horn dog. I wouldn't want that to be my daughter's traits. So let's have a son because that's more acceptable. Oh, that oh, is God. upsetting. Um, a, a bit of loose truth, translation. Yeah. A bit of truth that I um, felt like was important to discuss was uh, Will you relish being a poor man's wife? Um, in mm-hmm. a letter Hamilton wrote to Eliza, he wrote, uh, Do you sorely relish the pleasure of being a poor man's wife? Um, one final note. Uh, no, sorry. Yeah. So that's essentially verbatim from a letter that he wrote to her. I don't know if Kyle, you have the longer yeah, version I found, of it. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it says incidentally reliable. Oh, that's the wrong paragraph. That's the wrong paragraph. <laughs> but now, okay, he said he wrote to this in 1780. <laughs> But now we are talking of times to come. Tell me, my pretty damsel, have you made up your mind upon the subject of housekeeping? Do you soberly relish the pleasure of being a poor man's wife? Have you learned to think a homespun preferable to a brocade and the rumbling of a wagon wheel to the musical rattling of a coach and six? So, yeah, just talking about what their life would be like if they got married. Um, Yeah, so this is... um Essentially, his reason for staying in the ward uh, for as long as he did and then eventually going back was to make enough money to be well off um, in his eyes because he didn't think that he doesn't want to relegate to that for their lives. And but she seems to be different because she already comes from money. Yeah, he wants to make sure that she realizes what she's getting into. Yeah. And then the last thing um so the song is predicated on the notion that once Hamilton gets home, that she is already pregnant, mm-hmm. which I believe Kyle had another uh, thing for this. Yeah, I had the kind of the timeline of that because the duel, the Lee Lawrence duel happened in 1778, which is basically when this song is happening because he's got he gets sent home right after went home. But. I mean, story-wise, he got sent home after the duel in 1778, but he actually resigned his position in the spring of 1781, uh, as we learned last week. But Philip was born January 1782. Mm -hmm. So presumably he was conceived during this time Mm -hmm. when he left service. Yes, he was uh, most likely conceived during his leave and not prior to. So she wouldn't have been pregnant when he got home. The timing's a little weird, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, um... But what are you Many do? inaccuracies in this song, but not enough to drill down for just a <clears throat> historical nugget in the way that we usually do, because the whole song is kind of made up on false pretenses. So it yeah, there's not and well, there's not a lot a lot to dig into. Yeah, and hook a nugget onto in the song anyway, because exactly. it, it is just two married people talking. Yeah. Um. So that's why you had. I did find, and I did find a tidbit. I don't know if it's a bonus nugget about bonus nugget. like bonus how they nugget. kind of tracked pre- pregnancies in the 1700s. Huh. Because obviously there was no reliable pregnancy tests. They were not developed till the early 20th century. 
Eliza would have suspected her pregnancy when she missed her first period, but would have waited to miss a second one and observe first trimester symptoms, nausea, fatigue, etc., before feeling more sure. And finally, quickening, which is what they call feeling the baby move, was the final proof. Mm. And that was generally between 16 to 20 weeks. I was going to say, this is poor on me, but I also, I thought about looking it up, but then I didn't because we kind of had our discussion. Um... (laughs) She assumes the sex of the baby, but I don't think that technology to know the sex of the babies yeah, around definitely in not. 1780 <laughs> something. Definitely not. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's just... Uh, uh, yeah, they do say son a lot. Yeah, yeah. they say... Uh, it is interesting. Refer to it as son, like the whole song. So I, I think that's just like well-wishing based on the letter that he sent. Um, I don't think they yeah, had exactly. any hard evidence or proof to know that they were having a son. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so at all. <laughs> Uh, somebody look up when uh, the first sonogram sonogram is that the thing? Oh, to, like uh, that's where yeah, you get the black and it? white picture, right? Oh yeah, you get a sonogram ultrasound. ultrasound thank you. I was like, I don't yeah. think it's a sonogram. They absolutely do, did not have that in the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, but I they had other ways of knowing. Know. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, probably just somebody. Feeling, a lot of women say they thing. just kind of know. Yeah, but I had knows. a feeling. All right. Yeah. Enough of us Intuition. talking about reproductive organs. Uh, <laughs> time for our favorite lines. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. All right. I know the order. Mine comes before Kyle's. Oh. So I will play mine first. Get where you started. The fact that you're alive is a miracle. Just stay alive. That would be enough. All right, those pleasant sounds that Kyle dislikes um are sung by Philippa Sue. And she's telling Hamilton to reflect on his life and the point that he's at now. He should have died when he was 12, when he was in his mother's arm and he was sick. He made it across the Caribbean over to uh, Boston to New York or however that journey went. Uh, He's been fighting in the war for almost four years, four or five years at this point. Like, take some pause and reflection, you dumb, idiot, male, (laughs) egomaniacal maniac, and realize how crazy it is for you to be alive and relish in your life for a second, my man. Yeah, look around, (laughs) look around. Yeah, it's that look around refrain from uh, very earlier in the Skylar Sisters song. Yeah. 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 Which we didn't really get into in the general thoughts. But yeah. So that was like before they're like, wow, how lucky we are to be in this crazy time of revolution. Yeah. And now it's like, look how luckily you are to be alive at all. Yeah. Because look what this revolution is doing to everything around us. And, And just from where you came from, I mean, he didn't think he'd make it past 20. Yeah. Where he comes from, some get half as many. I mean, that is a true statement. So, <laughs> Kyle, you want to tease yours? Yep. Uh, nope, just play it. <laughs> but I'm not afraid. I know who I married. So long as you come home at the end of the day, that would be enough. So this is just uh, kind of her very clear reassurance that as long as you come back, 
that better be enough. It's just reminding him again that <laughs> she's who he married. Chill on that glory seeking. And uh, she says she knows who she married, but maybe she doesn't really. Maybe she's realizing now like who he really is. Like, I think I think she does she, and she doesn't. She, she right. does know like what his long-term goals are. Could he, I mean, in the show context, he explained it in, uh, at the end of helpless in his verse. Um, mm. and she knows that he quests to be more, but I think she's resigning to the fact that she's not, she is not as comfortable with it as she once thought. That's why I said earlier, like their marriage yeah, contract yeah, essentially it, yeah. needs to be updated because they seem to be going on two different paths as as to what they want in this relationship. Okay, yeah. Because they want the same thing. It feels like they want the same thing in the nuclear family within the home, but outside the home, he has aspirations much grander than she mm-hmm. really considered when they first met. True. So yeah. So yeah. All right, so, yeah. that was good. <laughs> Favorite verses. All right. I'll let you go first. Sure. Uh, let's go because I basically picked the beginning where they're kind of uh, establishing that Eliza's pregnant and that um, she begged him, begged Washington to send him home. Whoa. I just like that that kind of realization that Hamilton's having. That how long have you known? A month or so. A month or so. So it's not like stated outright for the audience, but you're kind of like getting it as they're talking, and you're like, oh shit. So I just kind of like that um, that discovery in the beginning of um what he really got sent home for narratively anyway wow <clears throat> that's also my favorite verse but i didn't what? put i didn't put together <laughs> that that's what she was saying when he first got home i always you considered it you're more than likely right now that you said it like just fucking mind blown but i thought <laughs> <laughs> when she said when he said how long have you known a month or so I thought she knew a month or so that he was coming gonna get sent home no. I don't know why I made that the correlation <laughs> like yeah. why are you waiting for me to be here how long did you know I was coming back home oh I wrote to him a while <laughs> back like I knew that you were getting sent home <laughs> no I always thought it was that she was pregnant yeah no you're like she right. knew yeah, and that's pro- that's what she wrote about because I didn't say this in the general thoughts but the first time I watched it I didn't realize she quote unquote had like a belly bump until like eventually when he puts mm. his head on her like stomach on stage, and I'm like yeah. oh she's supposed to be pregnant at this point like I missed <laughs> so much my first watch I was like, like I'm what just are they hearing talking the about? melody I'm not really <laughs> catching the words and I'm like Oh, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, so well, I the think first that's time it's always hard. I've yeah. never connected that first line to him okay. realizing seeing her visually pregnant. Interesting. But yeah, no. Um, that's my favorite verse because he has the back and forth. Again, I will say it until we come to blows. Uh, I like his performance. Uh, he sings better than he gets credit for. If you listen to the actual soundtrack, you will understand that he's hamming it up a bit on stage oh, to hamming. Hey, see what I did there? Um, <laughs> to convey the emotion more. Um, so yeah, favorite verse, favorite uh-huh. character. Is it me? Yes, I mean, you. I just went with Eliza. She's yeah, most of the song, obviously. So Eliza, what are you gonna do, <laughs> Eliza? You should have told me. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Eliza. Would it work outside the play? I think I know where yours goes now. <laughs> mm, nay. 
I mean, if you're into like like ballads, I guess it's fine. But like, I don't know. It's just thought you're gonna take a shot at me. I was gonna say. I mean, it doesn't even work for me as someone familiar with the play. Like I said, I skip it every time. So it's just a nay on both fronts. Um, I'm gonna give it a soft yay. Uh, it works for me outside the play, and I think the melody is so delightful and beautiful that you can put this on. It's not somebody's not going to get attached to the player, say, but you can have it on as background music, and it won't be offensive to anyone's ears. So hmm. soft, yay, very soft. Sure. Producer L. Greg, give us your notes. All right, so that would be enough. Finds us back home. Eliza's pregnant. She doesn't want her wonderful husband to forget her when he goes away again. But he's determined to have the history books remember his name. Um, Joe thought it was a heartfelt and emotional song, and he enjoyed it. However, Kyle found the song boring and repetitive. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it was the quickest song that uh, Lin Manuel Miranda almost said Juan Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> wrote a dedication to his wife, pretty much. And uh, as far as my thoughts, I really enjoyed the music behind the song. There's some great piano and violin action going on, and I thought it was a sweet Strings. song. And I liked the sentiment of the song, and it, it would definitely be in the top half. In my Ooh, rankings, got Greg in the top Interesting. Half. Got Greg it's in funny the top when I was half. listening to it today. When it started off, I was like, oh, "I don't like this," but then <laughs> <laughs> after the first few notes, I I really enjoyed it, just because I kind of was in her mindset where she was coming from. So her performance nice. was fantastic. Nice, like nice. a great performance. It's, not it's gonna knock that. Um, <laughs> The last thing I'll say on the song is I think another reason I like it is because it is relatable to relationships that, I mean, I've had. I know people have had uh, where you get into it with one notion and then, you know, Mm. the circumstances change a bit and you find yourself like, wait, what happened here? (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, now it is time for time. Time. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the time haters of the brunch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. I didn't know if Greg wanted to explain it or not. This is the <laughs> time game where we running out of time. Me and Kyle running out of time where we try to guess where the song ranks chronologically from longest being one to shortest being 46. I am currently up on Kyle. We tied last week after I won the week before when we were producers. Um, I believe it's eight nine to five or two nine five two nine five two. Okay. I have been keeping track. <laughs> I, was, I have not written it down once painfully. <laughs> All right, All right. What, what is, is the, the one time, yep. Greg? Two minutes and 58 seconds. See, the upsetting thing is I never remember the prior week where, where it was. everything else yeah. was. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'm in. Kyle? I just sent it. Okay. Okay, I don't look it up. Joe? <laughs> it already would have happened if I was looking it up. <laughs> 
All right, we wait for the results. I feel bad about this. All, all right. right. I don't feel great, I'll tell you that. Well, neither one of you should feel great because you guys were both five off because it was 24th, but you both both <gasps> guessed 29. No! I almost said 28. I fucking hate this. I almost this. went lower. I didn't think it was going to be that high. Dang I hate it. this so much. Dang Would you say 20, 24? 24. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, man, I should have went with tie. my first instinct again. That's like a super tie. We were I always second guess number. myself and fuck it up. Oh my God. I'm happy right. I second guessed myself because I would have went Two lower and you would have won. You would have almost went lower, yeah. Oh, boy. God damn it. And we all know Kyle doesn't understand ties. Just ask him about the Philadelphia Eagles football season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does, it's not a win. It's not a loss. It's not anything. <laughs> it's nothing. Doesn't matter. No percentages. All right. It doesn't is time work. for <laughs> the comments from the company. People leave weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. All right. First, we are getting Smo from Discord. She mm. says it's a fine song made good by Sue's beautiful voice and emotion. But she ranked it 29. 29. Okay. I hate the new Instagram and Twitter updates. Still bottom half. Um, and then we have Yumio from Instagram. <laughs> read- uh, what happened? I just read it, so go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Yumio on Instagram. First and foremost, I hope no one shits on Alexander's performance in the song. <laughs> oh, the emotions. That cry face gets me every time. My 23rd rank song. Ranked song. Uh, well, I'm sorry, you mean <laughs> <laughs> Kyle took shots at it. I I love it. Uh, I love I it. Yeah. Um, can't help it. Can't lie. All right. Kyle, we're getting the truth on this podcast. Kyle, ask me the question so I can plug the socials. Hey, um, if other people want to leave comments for the company, if what you would they do? Leave comments from the company. You can leave them on Twitter and or Instagram at Who Does a Pod. Also, follow our Discord. You can pin to our Twitter, and you can find it on Anulo.co. Thank you, Kyle. Yep, we'll do a post every week talking about the song we're about to cover, so you can put your comments there. Um, I'm good at doing of things, that. I'm yes, derelict in my duties Definitely. at putting the rank from the previous song so oh, last true. week's is not up anywhere yet so ah, that's going to be up like we can wait a week we can do two in one afternoon <laughs> so oh that too yeah but, but yeah. other things we do uh check we are part of a new low network check out a new low.co where you're going to get all the links to our other shows the three of us and two other dorks do a show <laughs> together so if you want to have our general thoughts about the goings on of the week check that out a new low along with all the other shows and our discord so check the link to our discord you can talk to other members of the company and us about whatever uh check it out join up chat away greg well as kyle said all of our a new low network shows can be found at a so just go there and everything you need you will find all right all right you can follow me on twitter and instagram at joe dorville um, check out my uh, hip hop album TV by Headphone Joe. No O, no E in the phone. Um, and like these guys said, you know, we do a lot at a new low.co. So go ahead and check that out. That has been the episode. I've been your host. And I've been here with. He's right here.
Thank you for listening to A New Low Podcast Network. We've got four fun podcasts on our current roster for you. Every other Monday, you can enjoy the Misbehavior Journal Club, a podcast highlighting exciting developments in the neuroscience community, hosted by Amiel Moreno and Leia Krebit. Get some in-depth analysis of all things sports with Cheers from the Press Box, dropping two episodes a week, co-hosted by comic Brennan Tassif and hip-hop artist Joe Dorville. Catch me, Kyle Loader, with my right-hand man, Joe Dorville, every Wednesday as we discuss a different song from the Hamilton musical soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast. Last, but certainly not least, is our network's flagship podcast, A New Low, which drops every Friday. A New Low highlights a wide variety of current events that both disappoint and encourage our five diverse co-hosts, who are Farzad, Headphone Joe, No O No E Dorville, Scott by Scott, L Greg, and me, Kyle. Every episode of all these podcasts and all of our social media details and links can be found at anewlow.co. That's anewlow.co. All our shows can also be found everywhere podcasts are available. Like and subscribe is the name of the game. Thanks again for all your support.